got George Mackay. Did I say that right, George? That's correct. On the show with me today, he is uh, with Mackay InfoSec. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Glad you're here. Okay, give us some background on you. I want to hear about your company, what you're doing in cyberspace, and mm-hmm. how you started this company, too. Okay. Yeah, so my name is George Mackay. Uh, I'm originally from Kenya. I came here in 1998. And I actually came here because uh, my parents applied for a green card uh, for our, our whole family, mm-hmm. and I'm the one who won it. And so I won a lottery to come to the United States. Congratulations. And uh, very fortunate and very uh, uh, lucky to be, to be here. And so I came here in 98, started my business in 2004, GXA, which is an IT consulting company. Okay. Uh, my wife and I own the company. We started together. We've owned the company uh, and ran it together for the last 15 years. So about three years ago, uh, one of our clients, one of our large healthcare clients had a security breach and they had an infection that actually uh, affected their their company. And when they they got infected, one of the users from the company sent um, a phishing email to one of their largest customers. And luckily enough, their large client had a cybersecurity team that caught the 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 infection and uh, isolated it and mm-hmm. quarantined it but they reached out to a client and asked them what they were doing to make sure that you know they were preventing any security issues and breaches from occurring in the business um, my, my my customer at the time did not have any cyber security services right and so these large client of theirs sent them a, a security questionnaire and they were demanding some of the answers to make sure that they had some of these security controls in place. Right. And so I sat down with my customer and we started talking about, um, they were really asking us what, what are some of the services we offer and, and, and why we were not providing cybersecurity services to them. I had to explain to him the difference between what we were doing as an IT company and what a cybersecurity company would actually do. And so through those conversations, you know, it became clear to me that one, he assumed that as their IT vendor, we were also responsible for their cybersecurity, which was not the case. So I went ahead to educate him about the differences between those two services. Um, So we were able to eventually help them, um, you know, resolve the issue they had, uh, clean their systems up, and then also satisfy their biggest customers' uh, security requirements by helping them implement a cybersecurity program mm-hmm. uh, within the organizations. And they were able to keep the client, which is good news. Yeah, great news. Yes. Uh, so because of that inc- incident, I realized that possibly several of my other clients and other customers had the same um, assumptions mm-hmm. that they assumed that we were also doing their cybersecurity. So I did a survey that I sent out to several of our larger customers to determine if they had they had, they actually had those assumptions and I, I and what we learned was like most of them did and so um we went through and actually did a, an educational campaign where we uh, educated our customers around the difference between it and we, we offered as an as an it company and cyber security which are services that we didn't we didn't offer at the time and then we decided as an organization to start a separate cyber security company called makai infosec and the goal really was to make sure one that we we helped uh, small businesses you know they work so hard 
to build their businesses. They've um, spent a lot of time, you know, a lot of certain blood and sacrifices that they've made to make sure they we can help them protect their businesses from cybercrime and also help them be compliant with the security regulations. And so that's how, you know, Makai Infosec was birthed and was, you know, started three years ago. And we've been growing since then uh, and really excited about the, what the future has to hold. Everything I read or hear about says cybersecurity is a must-have because cybercrime is on the rise. And there's really no way to protect yourself unless you have a cybersecurity person or staff on, pl- on, on site to work with you. That's, exact, right? that's really true, Michael. You know, um, you know, if you look at 10 years ago, the cybersecurity landscape was very, very different from what it is right now. You know, cyber, the, 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 the space has really evolved over the last few years. You know, cyber criminals, are, criminals have become much more sophisticated. They have come up with very advanced, you know, um, you know tactics of, um, you know, attacking businesses, small and, and large. And there are sometimes well-organized organizations that are very well-funded. Billions of dollars are being, you know, uh, stolen through, you know, uh, online crime. Mm-hmm. And, and so the game has changed in cybersecurity. And so the tools and strategies that, you know, small businesses were using before, you know, things like firewall, antivirus, anti-spam, anti-malware, they're just no longer, you know, sufficient, right? And so small businesses have to take the game to the next level. And just that's really where the cybersecurity companies come into play, that they can work, you know, side by side with their IT vendor or IT department to ensure that, you know, we have the right tools, we have the right policies, we have the right, um, you know, you know, implementations in place to make sure that, you know, they have an, a comprehensive cybersecurity program that can protect them, not only from cyber, cyber criminals, but sometimes insider threats from employees, and also make sure that, you know, they are staying compliant with all the regulator, regulatory bodies that are out there. What are some of the biggest problems working with the regulatory bodies to stay compliant? Because you may not even know some of the rules you're supposed to be following. You know, I mean, and, and, and that's exactly why small businesses, you know, who are trying to do this internally or maybe try to have their IT, IT person do it, they might not have the right skill sets, might not have the right expertise to really understand all the requirements that are, that, are requ- that are needed, right, to implement a, 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 a cybersecurity program that is comprehensive, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you, you really, as a small business, have to bring in a cybersecurity firm, because the cybersecurity firm not only has the cybersecurity engineers and the analysts and, and the you know, information security officers who understand the laws, you know, they understand the evolving landscape, and making sure that you know they are they are implementing and right sizing the solutions for your small business. Do you think that some of these big names that we hear about, Equifax, the hacking of mm-hmm. them, Sony, and so on, could have been prevented, or the the technology at that point, the cybersecurity criminals, mm-hmm. or the cyber criminals, were far advanced of any protection that could have occurred at those times? Do you know what I mean? Well, so a lot of the the breaches that have, have happened for the larger organizations like Equifax, yeah, um, these companies are more, have multi-billion dollar IT and cybersecurity budgets, right? But again, they are huge targets, right? You know, Equifax is a huge target, and so they attract some of the bigger, more sophisticated cyber criminals who really want to get in there because they they want to uh, they want to seal the money, they want to get the customer information, the client information, the credit card information, right. the intellectual property. And, and so, you know, the larger an organization you are, obviously the more robust and more sophisticated your cybersecurity, pro, uh, cybersecurity program should be. 
but as well as small businesses there are just basic cyber hygiene um i've never heard that before that you, that's good yeah. cyber hygiene cyber hygiene you know things that you want to do to make sure that you're protecting you're not leaving your door open and the windows open you know you know you're you're, you're closing all these obvious doors to keep cyber criminals out right mm -hmm. and so what we find is when we engage with small businesses they sometimes don't have the most basic controls in place right and so their doors are wide open and that's why they get breached and I, I, in fact a lot of the times most small businesses have, have already been breached they just don't know it right right and 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 so what we're really trying to do is not bring in some very heavy controls and solutions for small businesses it just really help sometimes educate but also help implement some of just the basic controls to make sure that they're keeping the the, the bad actors out of the network got it yeah um the last question on today's interview uh, there there's got to be like three main things the, the biggest insight you've learned in in starting your company mm -hmm. so because there are young people out there wanting to follow in your footsteps yeah. give them some guidance absolutely so when i started my company you know 15 years ago i was you know my wife and i we were probably 20 27 28 years old we we're very young you know we had ideas about what a business should look like and we should be ran but along the way we've learned a lot of things you know one of the things that i you know learned is that you know running a small business is not a small small task it's really a lot of work and you have to be willing to make the sacrifices. Uh, luckily, we were, you know, when we, we were just, you know, we, had, we were married at the time, and we didn't have any kids, so we have a lot, of, we had a lot of time to invest and work in the business, mm -hmm. and we were able to do that. But regardless, is you have to come in prepared that you're gonna have to put in a lot of work and a lot of time is right. involved, right? Yes. And then the other thing is. Um, when we came in, I was an IT person. My wife was, you know, in HR, and she was working out behind behind the scenes. I was mainly the one, you know, providing IT services. And as the company grew, I learned that, you know, my biggest skill and the value that I brought to the business it was not in delivering the service. It was in leading the company, in providing, doing sales and marketing. You know, in you know, influencing my team, encouraging my team, serving my my team, serving the clients. And so, you know, I had to shift my skills. I had to shift my focus to make sure that you know I was really focused on providing the best value for my for 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 my company, so that you know we could provide the best value to our clients. You know, the third thing I'll say is that you have to be willing to always be a student. It's a learning process. And you have to constantly be evolving, right? Continuous evolvement, continuously reading books, you know, uh, researching information, learning to be a leader, learning to be a business person, and making sure that you know you're always sharpening the saw, right? Because your, as your business grows, or as your business changes, you know, it's going to require a different part of you, a different skill set from you, and you have to be ready, right, to be able to deliver when that time comes. Brilliant. Well put. Thanks for being a guest, George. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Don't forget, download our CEO Money app on iOS and Android. Thanks for watching.